lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to TM5 United. We are back here on a somber Monday night um, after we were licking our wounds from the beatdown, good old-fashioned beatdown we got. Um, but before we get into the match recap, Abner, tell me first, how was your weekend, aside from the, the horrible game we we saw? Well, after that game, I, I was ready to go back to work on Monday and be Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the, that's when, after that game is when the, the, the heavy drinking really started, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. I was, uh, it was rough, man. It was, well, we'll get into it, but how was your weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. Obviously, you know, I, and I always talk about this with, like, relatives and friends. Like, when it's match day, you get, like, really excited because it's like, you know, match is just so fun. It's once a week. You're psyched. But there's nothing worse than <laughs> than you, lo- for one, losing. But for us, you know, let alone this big old, you know, L that we got to witness that was no fun to watch the game from minute minute one to minute 90. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, I had a good weekend. hung out with uh, some relatives. Um, I watched a lot of Nations League, um, so that was really cool. Um, um, and yeah, it was it was a good weekend. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Let's let's get into it, man. Um, first of all, I know we talked about the international call-ups. All right, we had you know a lot of players out. I think the total was around eight players. Um, but hey, everybody in the league had the same thing, right? They uh, Columbus Crew has Zelay Rayon and. Gucho um, was missing too so those are two big players for them and what I want because there's a narrative out there that you know it's because we were missing seven or eight players that's true but there was really only three changes to our starting lineup you had Miguel Berry in for Gigi you had obviously Armada out and you had uh, Sosa that play that spot instead um, and then you had Noah Cobb play for Miles Robinson and you could argue Luis Abram because, you know, if he would have been the next one up, but he obviously he was on the international duty, duty with Peru. But, I mean, we played well without Gigi for the first few games. So, really, your big miss was Almada and Miles, not the seven or eight players that everyone keeps saying that's the reason we lost. That, I don't think it's, it's, it's uh, that's the whole, the whole picture. We lost 6-1 to one, um, to Columbus in Columbus, largest defeat in Atlanta United history. So we made his. We made. Uh, we set a record by having the best league start in Atlanta United history, and then we set this other marker later as the worst loss in Atlanta United history. So, Abner, what is your take on this fiasco? So yeah, just like you said, man, we um, we were missing three key players, and I'm gonna put it to you in this perspective, right? In my professional career and my job, I have a perfect attendance. And when you have a perfect attendance, you deal with people calling out. And when people call out, you have to step up. And you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Whether they're there or they're not there, guess what? The day is going to be the day, right? That's what I felt like. I felt like a lot of people were saying, oh, we're missing this. We're missing, we're missing a mother, which right now, the best player in the MLS, right? We're out with him. Like right. you said, Barry went with Gigi, but we were out without Gigi for the first couple of games. Now, Barry and Gigi, that's two different players, but still, dynamic doesn't really change our front that much. Defensively, you have Noah Cobb, who's who's did well in the preseason. Yes, you know, we could have put Abram in, but he was, you know, out international too. But you still have three out of the four there. So I just felt like 
it was time for these guys to step up. You know, it was, it was their time to shine. Their time to be like, you know what? Yes, we don't have our best player. Yes, we're missing this, but we're still going to be Atlanta United. And I feel like they dropped the ball on that, especially Arujo didn't step up. You saw Caleb Wiley uh, didn't really step up. At the same time, he did get called back to uh, play defensive, uh, which mm-hmm. I think McFadden should have got in. We should have kept uh, Wiley up there, but I don't think anything of that would have mattered at this point. Um, but it, it just felt very like like somebody just let the air out of the room, and you know, Atlanta United. We were just, you know, watching. You know, on the unfortunately on the other side of what we gave, you know, a couple other teams already. You know, beat down. Uh, it, it's I don't know. It just didn't feel like you know. It was like they already gave up. You know, like when you go in a match, you see the other team. You're like, ah, well, you know, we're here. And it, that's what it felt like. I doubt it. That's. The attitude they came in, Columbus had a great game plan. They came and they attacked. They, you know, unfortunate uh, deflection early, you know, trying to make, trying to stop that cross that led to a header. Uh, but I don't know. It just didn't feel like these guys didn't didn't step up to the to the chance that that was created for them. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And we we had our come down to earth moment because we were all getting hyped up. And I, remember, I was the one pushing the brakes. Like, Let's relax. You know, look at the teams we played so far. Look at the situations. Um, and we always talk about how Land United has one of the best, you know, deep teams. So you would think, you know, like you mentioned, guys would step up. But it looked like there was there was no energy. There was no chemistry. Um, my biggest concern was that that uh, triangle in the middle with uh, Santiago Sosa, uh, Marsadich, uh, Miguel, I mean, uh, Ibarra. Uh, Man, that's just that's gotta be the slowest midfield in the league right there. Sosa looked like he was a statue, and I mean, in the, watching the first half, I I couldn't remember a time when we strung three passes together. Every time we got the ball, it was a misplaced pass, over hit. Uh, you mentioned Arruja was just I mean I forgot he was there. Same thing with Sadich. I forgot Sadich was even in the game for the longest time. Um, it was just a bad performance all around. Um, but really quick, let me just go through the score line, uh, the score, the, the minutes of the score. So we had uh, uh, Columbus score, like you mentioned, on the deflection with Morris in the 14th minute. Um, and then as bad as the first half was, we ended the half 1-0, you know. So we had it all to play for, you know, and I was like, we need to do something, come back in the second half, look different, more energy. Let's get some passes moving. Um, but no, we did the exact opposite. <laughs> we let a goal in as soon as the half starts. You got Ramirez with the 47 minute. Quinton scores in the 51st minute. Ramirez scores again in the 64th minute. At that point, it's 4-0, and you're saying, all right, it's time to change the channel. Um, it just gets worse from there. Russell Rowe scores in the 68th minute. Lennon gets a consolation goal in the 71st minute. And then finally, before the game is over, we have to let one in for good measure. Uh, Arsten scores in the 91st minute. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, they almost scored a touchdown on us. <laughs> Just about, man. Oh, man. The crazy thing is, man, like, you know, um, I look at ratings, um, you know, after the game, you know, just to kind of see how they go. And, uh, you know, the Brad Guzan got my GPA rating, uh, <laughs> high school, you know, he got a 3.5. Now, out of those goals, do you think, um... A lot of it was due to the defense. You think he could have maybe maybe make a difference, maybe make a stop? Uh, what do you think on that? Because, I mean, obviously there was a lot of goals. Um, it's kind of hard to, you know, it's kind of hard to even pick pick out one player that that looked good at that team um, over the weekend. Uh, we lost Gutman. Hopefully it's not too much of a serious injury. But, 
back to the question, um, you think Guzan could have maybe stopped the bleeding a little bit, or you think those goals were just, you know, nobody really could have done much about it? First of all, let's not pretend that your GPA was 3.5, all right? We know that's a <laughs> lie. <laughs> um, but honestly, I don't think the keeper really makes that big of a difference in this game. I think what frustrated me was uh, we were still trying to play out the back, even though Columbus was putting so much pressure on us. And we coughed off the ball so many times that led to a goal. And we still kept doing it. You had that one that Brad almost gave away, and um, I forgot who had to come in and make a slide tackle. I think it was Ibarra. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, dude, we have players out. Columbus's pressure is getting to us. We can't play out of it. And it's like, dude, at some point, you know, you're going to start just lobbing the ball and, and, you know, just putting pressure on their end until you can get your feet back into it. And I just I get so frustrated when we do try to play out the back so much when clearly when it's three, two or three zero, it's not working. So I think that's what put, you know, got Columbus in a lot of these these spots. And honestly, dude, I mean, before we before, you know, the game even got we moved more out of control. I was like, dude, this game could have been even crazier. I mean, what did, what did uh, Columbus got total 15 shots, dude? And 13 of them were inside the box. That's that's nuts. Mm. That's just bad defending all around. Um, I think this is just like a big team effort loss. Um, and But I do think, honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of seeing it. Brad does seem to be, you know, a step slower than he used to be. Um, I, I don't know. Do, do, you, do you see that same thing or is that just me? I think there was one that it looked like he, you know, he somebody could have made that save. Um, I the only reason I bring that up is because all I'm hearing is, oh, we didn't have these, we didn't have these players. Um, you know, Brad Guzan could have stopped this. Their defense isn't blah blah. blah. It's, it, no, let's stop that right there, man. These guys are professionals. You need to step up and you got to do your job. We're missing three key players out of eleven. It's a team game. You got to play as a team. That's what's frustrating about it, right? Mm-hmm. Because we talked about, like you said, we talk about how death, you know, our death and everything, and you know how we looked, um, you know, without certain players at certain times, and we're like, okay, yeah, this depth looks good, but all that like just went out of the window. So like, I'm just more frustrated that these guys did not step up. Um, I think Guzan could have made a couple of saves, but like at the end of the day, we just looked defeated. We looked, you know, like. You know, yeah. it was just one of those games where, you know, but I just want uh, people to understand it's one game. Take a deep yeah. breath. It's okay. You That's know, true. we got plenty of games. It's just one game. You know, yes, you can put the excuses on this, this or that, but let's let's focus on the real thing. And, you know, maybe we don't have that depth or maybe we just had um, a moment where, you know what, we lost, throw it away. Let's look forward to the next game, which would be New York at back at home. I'm not ready to see the positive side of things yet. Uh, <laughs> I, I will get there, but first we need to, I need to get all my venting out first. Yeah, so go ahead. Keep going. I'm here what, for you. One thing that really concerns me is the lack of connection in the midfield, especially between going from defense to offense. You could tell that we were really missing Almada and, you know, Sosa and Ibarra. I mean, they're both more holding holding midfielders. You could say Sadie is a little bit more attack-minded, but not really. Um so how concerned are you that you know we're not we're going to look like a completely different di- team if either Armada gets injured or he sold? How concerned are you? Because I'm concerned about that. 
I mean, that's definitely a big concern. Um, like you said, man, we looked we looked so like statues in the middle at some point. We had no point of attack. We couldn't put passes together. Ibarra was slide tackling and defending more than he, I think, made any passes. Um, <laughs> and also the frustrating part, also, if you add that on top, right, Arujo, you know, he's supposed to be our next guy as well, you know. And I don't even think him, Barry, or Wiley had a shot at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's another frustrating part. Uh, but without a model, man, I mean, obviously, you know, the way it's going, we don't know. We got to enjoy him while we have him. But if he did get sold, that's, you know, that's that's a key part that are we going to be able to fill that void? Are we going to change formations to fill that void? Are we going to bring in somebody? But at the same time, you're bringing somebody half season. Who knows, right? Like we, we can't we can't really predict that. But it is frustrating and it is a. Uh, High concern that without Amada, like, who's our creator at that? Right, exactly. Um, and 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 you know, another thing too, watching the game, and that it was obviously we were con- con- controlling the midfield. There was really only one player I saw that could change that um, on the bench, and that was uh, Mateo Rosetto. Obviously, he started the season really well. We were singing his praises. Um, and I was like, he's probably the only person that could, could, could kind of change things in the midfield. Um, but he wasn't brought on until the 73rd minute when it was already 5-0. What do you make of that? And what do you think about Pineda's decision on that? And just how much of this fault lands at his, his feet? Um, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to make his decisions of subs. Um, I thought, you know, at the time, keep Wally up top. McFadden in who's played well uh, especially last year he's a defender Wiley he, we can use him as an attack so I was confused in that tactic because it looked like he was going to come in and then last minute they're like oh yeah we you know Caleb can play many positions and they pushed him back and when you're playing attacker for the last four games and then you go to defense I mean that's a that's not a switch that you can just you know turn on right away uh, so that's the frustrating part. Uh, some of the subs, I think it was more to find that creative person. Like, who's that? Who's it going to be in the middle? Like, you know, you say it's Rose- it's, it would be Rosetto, right? It would I be mean, Rosetto, right? But so uh, why put him in this every third minute? It was five zero. Yeah, the game's over. Yeah, I was I was hoping he was going to put him in at halftime at least. Yeah, because you, know, you, you could tell that at the first half, man, my. You know, he he was one of my favorite players when he was playing for for us, uh, Mr. Darlington Nag Bay. Um, he was he was controlling that midfield man, like, and it wasn't like he he's not fast, he's not you know, but he was just controlling that midfield, and those three were just chasing, and it, yeah. it was crazy to see, you know. Uh, but yeah, I think like you said, I think he should have brought Rosetto in a lot sooner. Now. Who knows with his injury, you know, maybe he was on minutes restriction as well. So we also got to put that in uh, in question as well. Yeah, that's true. He is coming back from injury. So I have to assume that's why it took so long for him to come on. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and, you know, just, just to Pineda overall, I mean, I don't know how much of the energy and the fight you can instill into your players. But that was definitely, you know, the players did not ever leave the locker room. They were still stuck in first gear. And there were, you know, there were times, this is again with the defensive mindset, there were times where like Sosa and Sadic could break forward and be more attack minded and they would cut the ball back. They would pass it back to the center backs. And the center backs are already getting, having trouble 
beating the press. So as soon as you cut that ball back, you pass it back, you are the team presses forward. You invite the pressure. By you going forward, you put them on the defensive, and then you're able to have a little bit more space, you know, around the halfway mark. And there were so many times that Sosa was doing that, it was driving me nuts. It's like if you just put a little you dribble a little bit further down, you get your players to pull up. Because you know, when you sit back and and like you could see there were so many times where the whole team was just sitting behind the halfway halfway line. Um, and that's not how we play, man. We're terrible when we play like that. Yeah, for sure, man. It, it no, there was no rhythm. Uh, like we were texting during the game, I didn't see no rhythm at all. Uh, it, it, it's just frustrating to to just even think about the game. You're just gonna put me in a bad mood when I go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, really quick before we move on. Uh, all that. All that being said, um, what do you feel about? You know, MLS still playing while most of the other leagues took a break because of the international call-up window. Apple TV deal, baby. Yeah, I know, right? Apple exactly. TV deal, man. They want games. They're going to have them, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird, right? Because uh, if we have most of the time, they'll take a break. But, you know, MLS will tries to play at a time where, you know, soccer's not, you know, going on in the world. But obviously with... You know the World Cup that kind of changed a lot of things for a lot of uh, uh, these confederations and uh, call-up times and all that. Uh, but I mean, you gotta respect it, right? You gotta understand that. You know, maybe not for two weeks straight, but at least you know one week. Hey, look, instead of playing games on the weekday or the weekend, maybe put them during midweek, or you know that way it's between the games or something. You know, just something like that. Because, but at the same time. You know, with this Apple TV, I think they had, you know, they want games every weekend. So, mm-hmm. you know, put it kind of it kind of puts a crutch into a lot of teams. But you know, I just don't like the fact that it's like MLS is looking more for you know I want money rather than support the federation and respect that you know these players are going to have so many games, especially with the sixty four game format that they have for the playoffs is insane. <laughs> money talks Um, I'm just going to run through the stats really quick um, and then like you said it this one you just throw it away it needs to get out of everybody's mind and we move on so uh, possession 54% Columbus hold on on. before you go through it let me put you on mute I don't want to hear this again (laughs) you have to you have to Uh, we're never watching the highlights of this game too (laughs) but yeah 54% uh, to Columbus to our 46% Columbus only had an expected two goals, um, so that's crazy. And then ours was a point ten. Yeah, mm. point ten. That's that's more like your GPA right there. Um, <laughs> Maybe in college. <laughs> total shots fifteen to two. Um, three hundred ninety-nine passes to our three hundred forty-four. Um, eight corners to two corners for Columbus. Uh, and you know, we mentioned the 15 shots, but 13 of them were for Columbus were inside the box. We had two big shots, obviously, one of them being the goal that um Lennon scored. Um, so you know, overall, uh, the stats look pretty pretty crappy on our end. Um, so again, that's that it happened. Let's move on. It's one game with that loss, we dropped to third, so we're obviously still in a playoff spot. Um, you know, it, thank God for that win in Charlotte. Um, but we need to come back and really be, you know, our mindset needs to be in a different spot. So with that, let's move on to the match preview. 
We got Atlanta United versus New York Red Bulls mm. inside the Benz. Um, the Red Bulls are coming in. They're in 11th place with six points. Um, and they tied Charlotte in Charlotte over the weekend, 1-1. Um, and you're not gonna like this, Abner, but you're the last uh, results uh, between us and <laughs> Red Bulls. We have one win. We have four draws and nine losses. So not a team you really want to bounce back against, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, the last time we beat them was, what, November 25th of 2018. Yeah. We, yeah you, we, you know what happened that year? Yeah, so uh, we've always struggled against the Red Bulls. Um, but to be honest, uh, you know, they, they, they started rough out of the gate. Um, and their team, you know, it doesn't really scare me. So I think this is a winnable game. Um, you know, some of the players that got is Luquinas, Christian Caceres, Corey Burke. But, you know, these are, you know, names that the Red Bulls that we're used to seeing that kind of put a little bit of fear into us, you know. So I do think the Red Bulls are going to come and probably park the bus. Although I did say that about Portland. <laughs> so uh, let's hope we have the same outcome. <laughs> right. Uh, but... We're going to have all our players back, so I, I foresee us going back to the same starting lineup. If Rosetto's 90 minutes fit, I think he'll be in there instead of um, Sadich. Sosa will take his comfy spot on the bench. Um, we're going to have Gigi back in at forward. Miles will be back um, starting in the, in the, in, as, um, in the backfield. Um, and the only thing that may change is obviously, you know, Gutman um, picked up, uh, I believe it was a, was it a hamstring injury? It was a groin injury, wasn't it? Groin, um, hamstring, or quad? One of the three. <laughs> one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking he's not going to play in this game. So, um, you know, that's that's another spot that, um, I, you know, I'm wondering who's going to fill that. Who do you think would – you you think they might do the same thing where you pull Caleb Wiley back and have Tyler Wolf play as a winger? No, I hope not. I'd probably take Troll over Caleb – over Wolf. Yeah, you know it's funny because Cho got a lot of playing time in in the preseason, and we haven't seen any of them. But um, well, he was in uh, he was he was an international call up as well, so that's why. He oh, that's in. true. That's true too. Um, yeah, you know, it'll be interesting. I I, I, you know, I wonder if we might just put uh, you know Luis Abraham back there too. See how we that might. would work. We might. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think this would be a good game. You know, now New York, the last. I mean, they tied against Charlotte, right? And they tied against Minnesota. Tied in Nashville. Lost to Orlando and then lost, beat they beat Columbus. So <laughs> they're uh, they're definitely unpredictable. You don't know what you're gonna get out of this team. But knowing New York, you always get that high press. Uh, like you said, you don't have many uh, known players. But at the same time, you know the record speaks for itself. And there's a reason. You know they could be. They're definitely our crit tonight. Uh, but hopefully, you know it takes a takes a turn this weekend. And you know. Um, I don't know if these guys come back and play a full match. Um, I don't know. I know Armada got in uh, for half. Uh, I know Gigi played for a good minute. I mean, think Abram, I think, played for the whole game. Uh, Miles uh, played the whole game today. So, you know, you got to see their fitness. They do have a lot of, you know, a lot of yeah, part of the week to get their rest. So, that, yeah, it'd be they got, good. They got, they got you some, know, you got a couple you gotta, days. Yeah, you got to add the travel and everything. So, I think we go full strength, maybe one or two. Um you know, subs, but I mean, I think I think he goes back, um, and we go back to you know what we've been the last couple last couple of games, um, and hopefully we you know we take it at him and you know 
especially after a loss like that. You gotta show, you gotta you know show you the show your crowd, show the show us what we're about for real. Gotta bounce back. So what's your prediction? Uh, prediction this game uh, three one. Three one. Um, I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna are. say one one. One one. Uh, oh, but yeah. I but I hope we win. Uh, <laughs> you know you know what really sucks too is. <laughs> We you literally, your predictions that's what sucks uh, <laughs> we we literally erase our positive goal differential with that freaking game dude yeah i know it's crazy right oh my god so hopefully that doesn't come back to bite us you know during the playoff uh push um but i think they do um they do win percentage as a tiebreaker over goal differential i think yeah. goal differential is like the the second tiebreaker um yeah, in some other news, we uh, Atlanta United two had their first game, so they lost three to two. Um, and MLS Next Pro is a league; uh, they lost to the Revolution, so both Atlanta United teams lost. Um, and like you mentioned, Miles Robinson played for the U.S. today, full ninety. Uh, good to see that. Had a pretty solid game. Um, Almada scored a goal for Argentina off of a messy free kick that hit the post, bounced back to him. Mm -hmm. yes, um, sir. Good finish. Um, so you love to see that. Um, Amada is definitely, uh, you know, getting a lot of love, and hopefully he's not partying too hard in uh, in Argentina because <laughs> they were having a, they were going crazy, man. You see that atmosphere, bro? Yeah, dude, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, and dude, <laughs> I have to just bring it up. I know it's not Atlanta United news, but St. Louis, bro, five wins out of five too. out of five games. They have the claw. Unbelievable. And you, know how oh. you know, and you know, you know how where he's from? Klaus? Klaus? Yeah, you know where he's from? Uh, he sounds German. Right? He sounds German. Guess where he's from? Where? Brazil. For real? For real. I'm pretty uh, sure. Dude, he Let me look came, it up, though. He must have came after World War II, then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty sure. Let me let me double check. I think uh, I've heard that he is, because I heard it and I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, German guy, right? Here um, we go, fake news. Let me say this here. Fake news, right? I'm giving everybody, you know, somebody's uh, gonna say that. Uh, they, let me see. But, but yeah, they are um, supporters, yeah, Brazil. leaders, Brazil, huh? Wow. Yeah. Twenty six years old. He looks like he's fifty five. He does. He has that uh, Arjun Robin look, yeah. where he's like, dude, you've been old for like the last twenty years. He played for Hoffenheim. He played for his teams I can't pronounce. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting the playing style they play because they, they don't have possession and they give the team, like they do a lot of long balls and they just put a lot of pressure to force turnovers. So they've been, it's been working they, for them. Or they get, they get goals from other teams. Or they get gifted goals because they have those uh, pink highlighted jerseys so they think it's the <laughs> goalkeeper and they pass it to them. I don't think but, I know one player from their team. No, well, besides Klaus, you mean? Yeah, besides Klaus. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a new team. You really don't know much about them. But, dude, they beat Real Salt Lake in Salt Lake 4-0. Uh, the week before that, they beat San Jose 3-0. So it's like, it's not like they're <laughs> squeaking by by, like, one one goal. Uh, I mean, they're really dominating some teams out there. So they might be one to watch. I believe only Chicago Fire in uh, 1998 that they were the new team that won the whole thing and no one else has ever done it. So we'll, we'll see, but they continue to um, take MLS by storm um, so far. Yeah, they but, have. I, I was looking at the uh, at the uh, highlight or not the highlights. I was looking at the scores and I was like, there's no way they won again. And sure enough, 
This is pretty wild. All right, mijo. Um, anything to add? No. Gonna... Well, you know, I'll be at, I'll be at the game Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, watch out for me if you find me. You definitely get one free beer. If you don't find me, then they're supposed to buy you beer, bro. They are, but you know, I'm generous because I I blend in really well. He is generous. We are the Charlotte game. You can be asking me, hey, you want a beer? You want a drink? With hey, him. I already had a beer in my hand. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, used to drinking, hey. I'm used to drinking with Bryce. He has like three in his hand. <laughs> He's got one on there. <laughs> He's got the, the little soda drink hat, but his beer. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, man. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll be at the game. So, uh, I'll be up there. Um, and yeah, man, let's go, man. Let's get right back. I know this perhaps we was uh, something we need to forget. So bad taste in our mouth, but also brings us down to a little bit of reality check. It's just one game, guys. Let's not overreact. There's one game. Yeah. Let's throw it away, just like that bad bad girlfriend that you had. You know, let's forget about them. Several, several bad girlfriends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get this boyfriends win. for you. Yes, yeah, that too. Hey, why not? Uh, <laughs> I may or may not be at the game. I'm going to see if uh, getting <gasps> some tickets, but uh, definitely we'll watch it either way. But yeah, let, we got to come out strong, hit the ground running. Uh, definitely do not concede the first goal like I've been talking about every podcast now. So let's go to Atlanta <laughs> United, and I'm going to go see Guatemala get this W. Hey, let's uh, go, the Nations baby. League. And yeah, then we'll be on the way to the gold cup. I know. <laughs> All right, man. Bye, man. We got a good night. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Later.